us how the party has evolved over the last couple of years and why what we're doing today in, 20, in November 2023 is going to make a big difference in 2024. Well, again, you know, I listen to people and uh, we weren't really pushing this going into 2022 because I don't think the voter was ready. But we saw what happened in that November election. The machines go down in Arizona. You know, it snows in Nevada on Election Day. You have Luzerne County, Pennsylvania and Harris County, Texas, that they ran out of paper ballots on what day? Election Day. And so that was the impetus of my organization, Early Vote Action, earlyvoteaction.com. And I'll tell you, we already had success earlier this year. On Saturday, October 14th, we elected Governor-elect Jeff Landry on day one with over 50% of the vote. And in part, we won early voting. 44% to 41% when it was the inverse for Democrats four years ago. So we have already shown as a party that we are evolving. We are getting people on board. And I'm hopeful that after people see the success that we have today, it's going to only encourage more people to lock in their votes early so we can defeat Joe Biden next year. All right, yesterday was election day. I can't give you who won where or what and how. Because uh, at the time of this recording, we're still counting per normal. What else is new? I can tell you that there was a whole lot of tomfoolery going on. That much I can tell you. Um, Yesterday, I mean, there was a whole slew of complaints coming in. Uh, One of the top five most liberal voting precincts in in Kentucky had been cleared out due to a supposed gas leak. Uh, Gives you a very Georgia-esque feel. (laughs) For election night. Um, you also had coding errors that people were reporting in voting machines blamed for flipping uh, votes in Pennsylvania. And there were obviously, it's always one direction here. It never flips from a Democrat vote to a Republican vote. It's always from a Republican vote to a Democrat vote. Um, just there, uh, just a lot going on, you know, with, with all the, uh, the voting. I mean, early totals, you know, depending on the area, Looks as if uh, Republicans are doing well, definitely with early, definitely with early voting. Um, people, it's it's funny uh, the difference between Democrats and Republicans. Democrats feel so comfortable with the voting system that they don't they don't mind absentee ballots, they don't mind voting early. Uh, but Republicans don't trust the system, so we want to get out there and see our vote go in, and that gives us a sense of uh, satisfaction and and also security that your vote's being counted correctly. Uh, I think I agree that we need to get away from that. Um, I I see no issues, you know. Scott Pressler said it uh, with getting out there and voting early and look at look at the success that they've had. And I think we need to continue with that. You know, a lot of times, you know, you're standing in these lines or you're having problems like the problems I'm telling you that they're supposedly having today. There's a supposed gas leak. Uh, ballots are being flipped. All kinds of nonsense and tomfoolery would be a little better maybe to have voted early. Um, and I get it that some people think, you know, I, my vote goes out there and I'm not sure if it's being counted or not. I get it. But there's, we're just at a point now where if you don't play the game the same way, if we're not going to play the game as the game is, we're going to lose every time. So we got to be able to adapt and adjust to the times, get outside of our comfort zone a little bit 
and maybe do something that normally we wouldn't do, but if it is working and we're having success with it, then it's something we should probably continue to do going forward. And I think we've been having some pretty solid success up to this point. So I, uh, I would encourage anybody uh, to get out and vote uh, early in, in any upcoming election if you feel like it's too difficult of a process on election day. Me, I've done it both ways. I don't mind doing it early. I feel confident to do it early, and I voted on election day. Generally, I, at least here in the state of Florida, I trust that it's getting in there. Um, I like to vote early because I like to avoid all the crowds. You know, never know what's going to happen on voting day. You know, on, on on election day, it's God knows, car breaks down, somebody goes in the hospital, uh, you're sick that day as a dog, you can't get out of work. Something, something can always go wrong, and then. You know, you're going to be kicking yourself in the rear end if you don't get out there and vote because you just, you know, you know, it's always that one vote. Everybody thinks that your one vote means nothing, but one vote could mean uh, the, the, it could be the deciding factor of the election. So um, do what you feel comfortable with, but we certainly need to start getting out of our own way here and playing the game the same way the Democrats play. If we want to win, especially in 2024, every election is important. You know, it's, Look around you right now, you can tell. Depending on where you live at, um, you know how important it is, even in your, your smaller local races, because those are the people closest to home to you that have the greatest impact on your life. So even in those races, especially in those races, make sure you're voting, getting out to vote. It's amazing. If you ever look at the, the statistics on voter turnout for smaller elections, uh, local elections, school races, county seats, everything, the turnout is ridiculously low. It's like people don't care. People only really show up for the big ones because they think the big ones are most important. But in actuality, it's not that way. If you look at during COVID, you were in a county where your county seats were the reason those people there voting were the reason that you were wearing masks. If you had some different people in those positions, you probably wouldn't have been stuck wearing those masks or maybe they wouldn't have shut your businesses down. They had a bigger impact on you than Biden did. And his administration did. You didn't have to get on a plane. You didn't have to travel internationally. You didn't have to do those things. So you could have avoided any issues with the federal government. But your local, your local government, you know, they're the ones that were controlling you. So they, it's crazy how many people don't vote. Those are, to me, those are probably some of the most important elections that you can vote in because it's going to have a direct impact on your day-to-day -day life. So, um, and if you, and, and again with those, if you're not comfortable. Go to early voting. I mean, if you're comfortable, go to early voting. If you're not comfortable, don't. Vote, go, go on election day. You know, if you're in a state that you feel fairly good about your election system and you think that there are no problems and you can go vote early, you can mail in, you can go in person, you can go the day of, and you're not concerned with there being any uh, gas leaks or water main breaks or uh, running out of paper or running out of pencils or whatever the hell other excuse I could give you, if you're feeling pretty confident, then vote which way is best for you. But certainly, we got to play the game the way they play it. We got to use every tool at our disposal to beat these people. And we shouldn't be afraid of them. A couple different things that I ran into yesterday that I'd like to uh, um, play a couple audio clips for you because, I, you know, they are they linked? Maybe, maybe not. To me, when I'm seeing one and I'm hearing the other, it's just I, it just gives you me a sense of they're possibly linked together, which is going to be a problem for us. So you know what I'm talking about. Um, Here's two audio clips, and I'm going to play them back to back. 
here, America. Where are you from? De donde son? Venezuela. Venezuela, donde vas en Estados Unidos? California. California? Where are you from? Africa? Africa. Africa. Where are you going? We're going Columbus. Columbus, Ohio? Huh? Ohio? Where? Ohio, Ohio, okay. Ohio. Where are you from? Nepal. Nepal, where are you going? Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. California? 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 Senegal. Senegal, where are you going? Baltimore? Baltimore? Senegal. Senegal, where are you going? New York. New York, okay. All men, guys, all men. Where are you from? De donde son? Guatemala. Guatemala, a donde vas? In the Estados Unidos. Los Angeles. Los Angeles, okay. Where are you from? Senegal? What's up? Where are you from? Congo. Congo. Long ways, man. Where are you going? New York. Mauritania. Mauritania, where are you going? Mauritania, where are you going? Where are you going? New York? New York? New York, New York. A donde vas? New York. Huh? Alabama? Okay. Where are you from? Senegal? Where are you going? New York? New York. Months ago, Fox obtained an internal government threat advisory around a pro-Palestinian day of action that is planned for tomorrow. We, we mentioned this at the top of the show. We're starting to learn a little bit more about what this is likely to look like. It says, quote, in all possible cities at sites of production and headquarters of the largest transnational weapons companies. All right, so figure this out for us. Let's go to Tel Aviv and correspondent Jeff Paul. So you are in the first video where the guy's asking everybody, they're all getting off of uh, buses and they're coming into the country and uh, everybody's from a different area. And he found odd, I think what anybody watching that video found odd is these are all young men. There was no women, there was no children. These are all young men from all over the globe um, that are pretty much uh, soldier-like. Uh, and they're coming into the interior of the country. And you could hear all the different locations that they were going to. Um, so that was already concerning that you're, you're seeing that. Followed by the Department of Defense issued a nationwide advisory for today uh, centered around threats from a pro-Palestinian day of action. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, I, I call me crazy, but I, you kind of link the two together. You're seeing all these young men that are definitely ready if they wanted to go to war, uh, coming into the country, no women, no children. Uh, and they're all going to the biggest cities. I mean, there was a few that named some smaller cities, but, uh, for the most part, they're all going to the bigger, bigger, biggest cities in the United States. And then we're hearing from the department of justice that, uh, potentially there's going to be some uh, Palestinian chaos here in the United States. I don't know if anybody else is linking that together. It just seemed odd to me that you're seeing one and then seeing the other. And if you saw the video of all the young men coming across, again, these guys are, uh, they look relatively in good shape and they are definitely young and they definitely look like they could be soldiers. And that's just my opinion on it, my take on it. And if you saw the video yourself, you get your own take on it. But uh, that's what I saw. And I didn't like that. I heard after that, the Department of Justice um, is warning people of a possible attack, especially when we know that the borders have been wide open. We know that uh, people on the terrorist watch list have already been caught. So how many, did, how many got away? 
uh, into the United States. And we know right now between the, con the conflict between Israel and Palestine, it's causing a, a real issue here at home. I don't think any of us could have prepared for the amount of people um, that were pro-Palestine and pro-Hamas and they're okay with all of the monstrosities that they do over there. I guess people aren't what they used to be. I guess killing babies and cutting their heads off and uh, the, the rape of women and killing women and killing innocent civilians. I guess there's more people here that are for it than I would like to have believed up to this point. I would think that most people would have stood firm against that. But I guess, you know, my belief was wrong. Yeah, I, there, there's, it's funny, you always think there's like a line people won't cross. And it just seems like as a society, uh, it's like that, that line just gets uh, further and further away. It looks like it, it, there's nothing anybody won't do anymore. I mean, it's just, it's insane. But uh, I thought that that was uh, pretty alarming. Yeah, all this is going on while we're having chaos at the voting machines and you have chaos on the House floor. Uh, because um, Marjorie Taylor Greene's trying to censure uh, Rashida Tlaib for all of her misinformation and and her really inappropriate rhetoric um, pertaining to Palestine, and she keeps pushing the notion that that whole hospital um, about the whole hospital that they blew up a hospital, all these innocent uh, men, women, and children died, and she's so full of crap because the way Hamas is, Hamas purposely puts themselves in places where civilians are as to uh, deter Israel from dropping bombs in those places because they don't want to kill innocent people unlike Hamas does. Now, she still fights for them. I mean, it was so bad, you know, normal, the, the normal squad, all her, her, uh, her cronies, her gang, their little gang of misfits there, they all had something to say and they're all yelling and screaming on the House floor. But obviously what she's doing is so bad that there is even a Democrat... Uh, Moskowitz, which is from Florida, that was willing to turn on her. He was speaking with Jake Tapper the other day and uh, said that the original censure vote, he voted against, but if another vote came to the floor, that he would vote for it because of her misinformation. I'll let you hear it from his mouth, not mine. Your fellow House Democrat Congresswoman uh, Rashida Tlaib uh, of Michigan uh, is accusing Joe Biden, President Biden, of supporting a genocide in Gaza. Uh, and she said, um, from the river to the sea, um, she ex tried to explain this on Twitter, what that call means. Um, she's obviously Palestinian-American. She said, quote, from the river to the sea is an aspiration call for freedom, human rights, and peaceful coexistence, not death, destruction, or hate, unquote. Um, I know there are a lot of people who disagree that that's what from the river to the sea means, given the fact that there are extremists, especially terrorists like Hamas, who use that phrase to mean from the river to the sea, destroy Israel. Um, what's your view of what Congresswoman Tlaib is saying? Well, first of all, we don't disagree. There, some debates don't have two sides. From the river to the sea means the destruction of Israel and everyone who's in it. Okay, just like Mein Kampf is not a coloring book and the final solution means exactly what Hitler meant it mean. From the river to the sea is calling for the destruction of an entire country. Period. Full stop. Uh, and so, look, Congresswoman has a First Amendment right. She can say whatever she wants. But at the same time, Congress has the ability to express their displeasure with a fellow colleague of ours calling for the destruction of a country. What if we had someone going around saying France should be wiped off the map? I mean, we would, we would think that's outrageous, but somehow from the river to the sea is debatable. It is another ridiculous double standard when it comes to Israel. Um, she also said uh, Biden is supporting a genocide in Gaza. Well, 
listen, let's not be cavalier. There's a lot of suffering going on in Gaza. But if Israel wanted to commit a genocide, there'd be 500,000 people who are dead. Right? They have the military to do that, is what I'm saying. Right? But that's not the case. Not only that, she's using numbers that are given to her by Hamas. By the way, Hamas also doesn't differentiate in the 10,000 people that they say have been killed there. They don't differentiate between Hamas fighters and civilians. They lump them all together. Right? And so listen, there is absolutely tremendous suffering in Gaza. There is absolutely civilians that have been killed. And there have been kids that have been caught in this. And that's Hamas's fault. Hamas knew Israel would have an overwhelming response. Now, I support humanitarian aid. I support pauses to get the hostages out. But there could be no ceasefire uh, with, with Hamas. Instead, we should be calling for Hamas to surrender. How about that? How about we call for the terrorist organization to surrender instead of a country like Israel defending its people? It sounds like you're contemplating supporting a censure resolution against her if there were one. I assume you voted against the one that Marjorie Taylor Greene... Well, Marjorie Taylor Greene brought up a censure having to do with an insurrection. And let's not... Let's be no, of course, it was not an insurrection. Uh, it was not an insurrection. And, and October 7th should not be conflated with any other date on the right. calendar. So, but if there were one that was more about what she said that I just read, that's something it, you would If a censure comes on her misinformation on the hospital bombing, which obviously we know was not true, that she continued to spread even after intelligence came out, it wasn't true, and on from the river to the sea, I would support that censure. Congressman uh, Jared uh, Moskowitz, Democrat from Florida, thanks so much for being with us. I would happen to, I mean, I would think that that's very unpopular for him to do as a Democrat, uh, but everything he said is actually true. Uh, I mean, a, a, pertaining to her comments, everything else is a load of crap. The, uh, if, if you heard the entire interview there, he's talking about the economy and Joe Biden and everything, but at least on, and that's all crap, but at least on this one particular item, he was actually right. And from the river to the sea does mean that Tlaib can try to disguise it any way that she wants so she could continue to gain support from all of these uneducated morons around the United States that think that uh, Hamas is their bestest pal. Uh, but from the river to the sea means that Hamas wants to eradicate Israel from the river to the sea. They want Israel... Uh, there is no coexistence there. They want Israel out of the picture. They want to reclaim that land because they believe that land belongs to them. And that's it. There, there's no other way around it. Uh, and again, I think it's unpopular what he's doing with the Democratic Party. But at least, you know, at some point in time, some of these Democrats are going to have to finally be honest with themselves and stand on the right side of things. Uh, doesn't mean we have to agree with each other. But in this particular situation, I mean, you're either supporting just pure evil or you're not. It's, it's one or the other. So either you support the death and the destruction and all the nastiness that they've been doing, or you're against it. You know, and it's, uh, of course, leave it to a Florida Democrat. <laughs> I, 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 we have differences in parties and everything, and I can't tell you that a Florida Democrat is any better than any other Democrat at the moment. And, I, and I'm talking about congressmen and women, people that are serving Right now, I'm not talking about your average person walking around because uh, your average person walking around, they, they're just, they don't pay attention. You know, there are a lot of these people, I was talking to my pastor, this was a while ago. I may have already even told this story. I mean, you got to bear with me. We're, we're, what are we, like 620 episodes in? So, the possibility that I repeat myself here and there. Um, but I was talking to my pastor and me and him were having a conversation and I told him I just, uh, I don't understand how these people could be support the Democratic Party and be Christian. I just don't. I don't understand that. 
Now, they're just, the two don't go together because what the Democratic Party stands for, and I'm not necessarily saying that every Democrat is evil, but what they stand for, since they are pro-abortion, they're pro-choice on that, they're pro-gay marriage, they're, they're pro-everything that's anti-Bible. It's just, just the way that you know, the Democratic Party is designed. And I said, I just don't understand how they can come to church and they're worshiping the Lord and everything, but politically, you know, they're going to still go out there and vote for a Democrat. I don't get it. You know, and he took the time to sit down and he's a good guy. And uh, he's like, Joe, listen, man, these guys, they're born and bred into this lifestyle. This, that's what they know. These are generation deep Democrats that that is part of who they are. That is part of their existence. And I get that to a degree. But if you have a certain belief, I mean, you have to go, I mean, even on your, just your biggest issues in general, you'd have to say to yourself, um, would God want you to destroy a life? Okay. In the Bible, you know, God specifically says, uh, homosexuals are abominations. Okay. In the Bible, it doesn't tell you to hate them. doesn't tell you to kill them. You're not doing what Hamas does. If anything, he tells you to love them and encourage them to, to go to Jesus. Yeah. But, uh, he calls them, his words are, is they are an abomination. So how could you support something like that uh, and be a Christian? And they do. And uh, it, it took that conversation from him. And, you know, depending on who you talk to, there's always conversations that weigh heavy on you. And, uh, but it took that from him for me to understand fully that, that you know, it's true. These are, these, these people, it has been bred into their, their mind uh, and it's generational and it's just the way they are and they don't see a problem with it. And they also don't see a problem with separating the two. You know, you'll have Christians that they're okay with separating it. You know, I, I disagree with that, uh, but they don't. And I'm not saying they're bad people. A lot of them are in there that are Democrats. Um, we're friends, you know, at church. They're brothers and sisters. I don't, I don't uh, say nothing to them about it, and, and that's it. And they're good people in all accounts. We don't talk politics at all, but you just know where their support lies, and it's just a, it's a weird thing. Um, but there, there has to come a point where even people like that, you know, even Democrats, you have to decide what side you're on. Are you on the side of evil or are you not? Are you on the side of good? Which side are you on? You, you, can't, you, you can only toe the line so long until you have to make a decision. You know, look at Disney. Disney teetered on the line for so long, and then they made their decision. Their decision's not paying off for them, but they made it. I would just hope some of these people begin to wake up. You don't have to see everything my way. They, they, they don't need to see everything my way. But you do have to decide whether you're an evil person or not. And to support a group like Hamas, it makes you an evil person. I mean, you are supporting monsters, animals. And I would hope that they wake up eventually and see that. That's just my hope anyways. With all that being said, uh, I don't have the numbers. Like I said, at the time of this recording, all the numbers aren't in yet. I don't know how well we did in the uh, states that were having elections. Uh, I'll have better numbers tomorrow for you. And hopefully we did well because I think that this is a, uh, a good checkpoint. It's a good temperature check for the country to see how 2024 is going to shape up and sh <laughs> to be. Because uh, if, if there's a clear... Um, if it's clearly one-sided and Republicans do extremely well, especially in, in the states that are having elections, I would say that's probably a pretty good indication that 2024 is looking 
good for us. That doesn't mean that it's in the bag because as you can see, nothing's ever in the bag. But at least it we it'll we can build on that momentum and try to go into 2024 and really drop the hammer so that way we come out victorious and we can get this country back on track. And I know that's all that any of us are hoping for these days. Uh, that being said, I hope you uh, like what you're hearing. Uh, if you do, uh, spread the word. If uh, you'd like to reach out to me, go to one of my social media um, uh, accounts. <laughs> I, the, the word slipped my mind. And uh, send me a message. I'll respond. I'll be on that. Have a beautiful Wednesday, and we will do it again tomorrow. Thank you.